Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. All right, here we are again with the uh, Spiritual Activist Radio Show on BBS Radio. I also have a Rumble channel, which is rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasi Uncensored. I'm also on BitChute, uh, Rahasi Uncensored. And of course, my YouTube channel, which I've pretty much stopped using for a while because I've had too many strikes. They don't seem to want to talk about anything that really matters. So <clears throat> I'm moving everything over to Rumble and BBS Radio. And I have a lot of friends, you know, that say, hey, you know what, why don't you promote yourself better? And I've always sort of pulled back from that and not too sure why until I listen to people like Tim Poole. Tim Poole, he's been swatted. That's that's when somebody calls up and says that there's somebody in there with a gun and somebody's getting shot and police come and raid your place and ends up being nothing. He's been swatted over 12 times, and he said that it comes with the territory. Uh, it gets to the point to where you can't even go out to dinner because people, uh, you, you can't trust people right now. You, you have to be very cautious. I'm very cautious with where I live, what I drive, things like that, because I, I'm getting some strange emails when I bring up things that I really, to the best of my ability, I, I swear to God, I think there's only two sexes as far as I can tell. Um, and I have people tell me, no, 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 there's 72. And I said, okay, I can show you my evidence. My evidence is pretty clear uh, for the last few hundred thousand, few million years. It's We're, we're in a male-female species which most species are. Uh, it's only been in the last 10 minutes that we've developed all these other genders. Uh, show me your evidence. And they never do. They never do. And like I say, that, that's one way you can tell what might be going on. I can show you my evidence. Uh, there's a man and there's a woman. Uh, there's a male and a female. We can show it genetically. We can show it however you want to show it. Um, but they can't show me anything else except cosmetics, of course. I mean, you can do some uh, surgery and remove parts, things like that. But you're still, you still are what you are. Um, and, and it's okay if people think different. I, I don't have any trouble with that. But it's when they start forcing me to uh, pretend with them, be part of their delusionary thinking. I I, I seem to have a hard time doing that. So uh, call me old-fashioned or whatever, but that that is what it is. 
I'm getting off on a little bit of a different track right now because this is Wetiko Part 5. And this is probably going to be my last part in the Wetiko series, although it will still come into this over time. Because I, I think we really need to pay attention to this. And I've, in case some of you haven't caught the first four parts, um, this is about looking at interdimensional spirits. And it goes all the way back to Plato and even before in Sumerian times, the writers and uh, historians and Heraclitus and all through history, the Essenes called them archons. The uh, Islamic people call them the jinn. The Christians call them demonic spirits. Uh, Swedenborg, Rudolf Steiner, Eckhart Tolle. Um, oh my God, there, there's so many, so many. Joseph Campbell and uh, Carl Jung. And, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And now it's reaching this crescendo that People throughout history have warned us about when a, a civilization or an empire starts to crumble, it, it brings out fear and hostility, aggression, all the lower frequencies of humanity. And it's those lower frequencies where these interdimensional spirits can come in and really take hold of individuals. And collectively, it looks like they've taken over half this planet, if you ask me. Um, for sure, they've taken over half of our Congress and Senate. It, it, nothing's making sense right now. I mean, it would be hilarious if it wasn't so serious. But this is getting really serious, folks. I remember Alex Jones a while back, he, he got real quiet at one point and said, My God, what have we done? And I can ask this same thing. What have we done? What are we doing right now? Are we committing global societal suicide i mean it's happening all over i mean people talk about being a trans person i mean doing the surgery everything else but they don't stop to consider little details like people that have done sex changes have a 20 times greater suicide rate i mean that has to make even an idiot go hmm wait a minute Maybe we should think about this a little bit. But maybe that's why they call them idiots. I, I don't know. And and it's hard to talk to people about this without me sounding like a patriarchal father talking to a five-year-old because it's so it's so ridiculously clear. Matter of fact, I have a friend. He won't even talk to me now. I, I said it's becoming abundantly obvious what's going on and, and he actually got mad at me saying that it's abundantly obvious because to him it's not I was talking about um, what's his name Biden at the time I, I Biden I, I can't even call him president um, a note of interest here he's president of the White House Incorporated look it up go to uh, Dun & Bradstreet look it up then look up, look up, you can't look this up on Dun and Bradstreet, but do a little bit of research and see who's the president of the United States of America. Not, not capital letters, but the United States of America. I, I'm not even going to tell you. you. You go out and find it yourself. Um, 
won't surprise half of you, but half of you will be uh, pissed off, probably. <laughs> anyway, so what we're going to do the show today is I, I've been listening to what's going on and everything, and every time I catch something that is of interest to the Wetiko thing, I save a little bit of it. This is Alex Jones talking right now. Uh, let's listen to what he has to say, and you tell me if it doesn't make a little bit of sense by the end of this show. Salvador Romus, or in Latin, the son of Rome, more like the son of Satan. Doesn't matter if they're Caucasian, doesn't matter if they're Hispanic, it doesn't matter if they are black, they all have that same look. And they all follow the exact same M.O. They all have the same criminology behind them. His friends say that he began to self-harm several years ago, began to get into the occult, began to become a Satanist. And if you ask what organization or group was behind this or to be acted alone, he did not act alone. The Bible talks about the mystery of iniquity, the mystery of evil, and how this evil force takes people over. And that's it in a nutshell. I mean, do you really think that half the planet is just gone stupid for no reason? Gone what we would call evil for no reason? There has to be a common denominator to this. And I'm telling you, the more you get into this, the more you realize that above and beyond and in the background of all the bullshit and all the political stuff and all the polarity stuff and all the nonsense going on, Catholic Church crumbling, CNN losing all, the, all of that is just theater. If you shut that down for just a second and listen quietly to that still quiet voice, you'll see that there's something very, very, very demonic happening to our planet right now. And I don't say that. I know how I sound right now. Believe me, I know how I sound. It sounds ridiculous. But trust me, open up your minds and give this some thought. Because a lot of people smarter, more elevated in consciousness, more spiritual, more driven, more in touch with reality than us, they've been warning us for millennia. For millennia. Now this gets into a couple of things here, because um, they're trying to take away our guns. Uh, that seems to be clear uh, to almost everybody. It seems like a lot of people aren't clear on that, but um, they're trying to take away our guns. At the same time, they're giving forty-five billion dollars. To Ukraine, which is one of the most corrupt countries over there. We left over $80 billion worth of high-grade military equipment and guns to our enemy, the Taliban. And at the same time, they're taking our guns away. Um, this is what totalitarian governments do. And, and trust me, when you hear me say things like this, yes, I, I guess I am a patriot because I really believe in what the Founding Fathers did when they opened up this country 
in with a spiritual base of we the people. This is the first time a country has ever been ruled by we the people. It was for the people, by the people, and we have obliterated that. But if you go back to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, you'll see that that's a pretty good way to start. A, it's not perfect, but it's a pretty good way to start a country. But they're tearing it down right now. Taking our guns away is the first thing. I have a lot of Mexican friends live in Mexico, and they have gone through the fire on this uh, gun thing. And they're also going through the fire on this Huatico thing. This is Alex Jones talking a little bit about it. And Mexico also has a devil problem, a Satanism problem, just like we do. And if you go look at the gangs who smuggling the kids, they worship the Grim Reaper. And they worship death and brutality, a tiny minority, but still dominating and destroying an entire amazing nation. And the same poison, the same sickness that is in Mexico and is in other countries around the world is here in the United States. You know, they kill us with fentanyl by the millions. They kill us with the poison shots by the millions, but they cover that all up. And they focus in on this event and someone who reportedly killed his grandmother. The police were looking for him. The Border Patrol went after him. He shot at him. Yeah. And the border, that's another thing. I mean, there's so many things that I could get off on here. I'm going to try to stay with the Wetiko. This is my last Wetiko I think I'm going to do. This is part five. Although I, I know I'm, it's going to come into it because I see it at the base, the foundation of all of our problems right now. It, it, look at our Congress. Look at our senators and especially the Democrats, but a lot of Republicans, too. They're insane. They're pathological. They have psychotic problems. We, we would not invite these people to our backyard barbecue. We would not do it. Can you imagine? I mean, they're narcissistic. They would want to be, the whole barbecue would have to be about them. Uh, and everyone would just be sort of rolling their eyes, asking, why did you invite this person? I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing, I guess. But yet we let them into politics and we listen to them. and We take their guidance. Are you kidding me? These people are morons. They're, they're crazy. They're absolutely psychotic in so many ways. So many ways. So, so we're going to go into it a little bit deeper now. And um, this has a little bit to do with Mexico and the borders, not directly, but we, we need to protect the, the Spanish people that are up here. Do you know the, the Latino vote is totally turning towards the Republicans because they see that they make less money than most of the white people. And it's affecting them drastically. Gas here in this area is $6 a gallon right now. When Trump was in, it was two twenty-three. Two twenty-three. It's going to be triple the amount here pretty soon. So here's, here's Alex Jones again. I told you over and over and over again, hundreds of times in the last year and a half, that as we approach the midterms, now 100 
and 67 days out that satanic, demon-possessed sleeper cells would activate these, these portals to hell that Salvador Ramos is and was killed by a valiant Border Patrol agent that didn't wait and charged right in. By the way, that border agent, he got the uh, gun from a private citizen that had a um, carry permit. What What if that, that's what I mean. If you're going to take the guns away from everybody, that's not going to work because everybody's not going to do it. Do you know why? I mean, this is where I, I have to talk to you like a five-year-old, I guess, because the people that don't obey the laws are going to continue to not obey the laws. The guns that are out here are still out here. And, oh, my God, that's why they call them outlaws. They're outside of the law. They're going to have guns, and we won't. This is going to cause massive, massive conflict within our cities and our urban areas. And this is what they want. They, they want a, a total breakdown where they can send in troops. Ah, I, I'm, I want so much to get into this a little bit. I'm just going to mention it. There's already paperwork being drawn up where the Chinese can send in their troops under NATO on our shores to squash uh, the rebellious people here, uh, better known as patriots. I mean, people, wake up. This is getting serious. And it's because of these type of demons, commanded and led by the globalists spiritually, that we have to stand up. Historians will tell you, the Founding Fathers warned us that if we are not a moral people, we cannot live in a free country. And we are becoming more and more evil statistically, and you can see it everywhere. I challenge anybody, no matter where you live in the United States, to go to a pro-abortion rally, and you have never seen such disgusting, hateful scum. And this gets into another area. Why do you think it is that there are so many states making late-term abortions legal, even up to the point to where the baby's head is crowning out of and coming into our reality? They can actually grab that baby and, I, I, I don't know, we used to call it murder, uh, but now they call it abortion. Do you have any idea why? I, I, I used to have sort of a, a liberal, middle-of-the-road feeling about abortion. Uh, if a woman is raped, she should have the right to say, no, no, I, I don't want this baby. Um, I, I, I don't have the moral depth to really say with any kind of uh, force or authority what that decision should be. I don't know. Um, there are times when I think a woman probably should, it's her decision, and, and it might be the wrong one in, in a lot of people's thinking. I, I don't know. But now, I, I'm not for any abortions at all. Do you know how I got here? <laughs> I found out what they're doing with these aborted 
babies. They're, they're not fetuses. They're, they're letting them come into the second and third trimester. Do you know what they're doing with them? Do you think they're just disposing of them? No, not at all. They're using it for organs. I mean, that is a very tempting thing when you have a baby that's worth fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars to the people that do transplants to talk to that mother and say, you know, you don't really want this baby, do you? And they're also using it for something else that I, I hesitate even talking about, but we're we're already talking about it. We're talking about satanic worshiping where they actually use them in uh, sacrificing little children, little babies. I remember Alex Jones went into Bohemian Grove years ago and snuck in there. And he took a video of them sacrificing a, a baby, a doll baby, a little doll baby, sacrificing this little baby to the god Baal. And when when they were confronted with this, they say, we don't do something like that. But when they were shown the video, they said, well, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Well, yeah, we did that, but it's just a doll baby. Do we really want our politicians and religious leaders and government and globalists running around naked in the forest, sacrificing baby dolls? And do you think it's always just a doll? If, if you do, you really need to wake up. They're using these babies for unthinkable things. That's why I'm I'm just against all abortions right now until we get this thing under control. Because that just feeds right into their demonic, satanic plan of whatever the end goal is. Celebrating. We love to kill kids. We love Satan. Pro-pedophile flags. You've seen the demon possession. You've seen the videos we played. We're not cherry-picking this, ladies and gentlemen. You go point a camera at it, even if they don't know that you're against them, and they're flipping out and going nuts. They are celebrating. They are reveling. See, in some of these things, there's uh, Twitter and the other bullshit thing, TikTok. They're talking on there. Women are talking about... Yeah, I, I want to get pregnant by Donald Trump and have his baby so I can stab it and dismember it and stomp on it. I mean, this is way past hatred, people. This is way past hatred. I mean, light years beyond it. There has to be something really demonic, satanic at the heart of this. I mean, if you, if you can't see that by now, I, I'm I'm afraid maybe you're lost. Okay, now this is a, a little bit off the track, but not too much. Because at the very foundation of what's going on, if you look closely, it, it has a lot to do with transhumanism. Um, Hara, uh, Yuval Harari, Yuval Noah Harari, uh, who wrote uh, Homo Deus. He's a he's a complete he's a scary person. Matter of fact, in our magazine this time, I have a a, a cartoon, and the cartoon is this kid wearing uh, virtual reality, totally in la la land, and somebody else beside of him looking at that, 
and the background is like chemtrails and all kinds of atomic bombs and just all a complete mess. And the kid looking through this thinks see, he's like seeing everything just great. The reason we did that is because uh, Yuval Noah Harari said in response to a question, what, what are we going to do? Because he calls most of us useless human beings. What are we going to do with all the useless human beings? He says, a matter of factly, too. He just says, oh, just put them on drugs and put them in virtual reality. And they'll eventually, I'm just adding this now, they'll eventually just die off. Put us on drugs and in virtual reality. Isn't this what the Matrix was? I mean, stop and think about it. But transhumanism has a lot to do with what's going on right now. And um, this gets into it. Now, this person we're going to listen to here, he's the CEO of Pfizer. And he's the guy that said... I don't have to take a vaccine because I'm not that kind of a person. What kind of a person is he that he doesn't have to take the vaccine? What kind of a person is he? But listen what he's saying here about the future of taking pills and the nanotechnology. This is transhumanism. It's taking us out of a human state. Listen to this. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do. Compliance. This is one of the key words here. Take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Yeah, it, I'm sure it's fascinating from certain perspectives. But from the people that's being controlled, manipulated, and enslaved, I don't think fascinating is really the word that you would use to describe what's going on right now. Now, what you're going to be uh, listening and watching right now is coming from a, a group of people called the Soul Trap. And granted, they get a little bit dramatic and theatrical with what they're saying. It's a... Uh, um, the facts are the facts. Listen to this. As soon as I push play. The reports suggest that demons took over a family in their home. No! Are demon possessions simply a relic from a bygone era? Something that makes for good movies, but is not real? Or is it a reality? Is it possible that there are people out there indwelled by the most evil of spirits? On this episode of The Soul Trap. Yeah, and, and that's the question. Are there people out there? I, I think it's undeniable at this point that there's people out there that's possessed. I mean, beyond the normal uh, possession. Okay, granted... I'll probably be taking you into an area that's going to sound really strange. It, it, this is something that I, 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 I guess I just refuse to believe for many, many years. I've heard David Icke talk about it a lot. But when, when the evidence keeps piling up and piling up and piling up, and you listen to people like Phil Snyder, who was an engineer 
that built some of these deep underground bases where the floor fell through and him and some of his crew fell into the lower depths where there were alien reptilian beings down there. And there was a firefight. And to this day, Dolce, New Mexico, to this day, the police will not talk about the fact that 70 body bags came out of that hole. Um, And that's just one instance, one of many, many, many instances. Could these reptilian beings be part of this? They're shapeshifters. Who the hell knows? But this is interesting. That there are beings, reptilian in nature and constitution, that are ruling the world violently, quietly from behind the scenes, ruling. That there are dark agents of another dimension guiding and diluting the affairs of mankind for countless millennia. Well, that concept has gained more traction than it ever has before in human history, except in the places that actually knew them all too well. Places like Babel, Acadia, Summer, Egypt, Sodom, China. Seemingly, this concept that was buried by the Age of Enlightenment and the Industrial Revolution has been resurrected. It has been known by many names and in many different lores and legends, but now it has come to be known commonly as the reptilian shapeshifter theory. And this is the thing. The gods used to walk among us, they say. Well, that's possible. Uh, Maybe that's why they're underground right now, when we discovered that we could actually kill these gods. Uh, In some of the Sumerian writings about the Anunnaki, this is what happened. When the the people rose up and realized that, oh wait, these these people aren't gods, they're just some advanced race, some interdimensional species, but when they're in physical form, they can be killed. That's maybe why they went underground. I I, I don't, like I say, you're going to hear me say, I don't know a lot. And that's the beginning of knowing. I'm I'm a true believer in knowing. uh, Because unless you know, uh, you can believe all you want to. But when you know, you know. Now here's another take on it too. I went to a UFO convention I was covering it and doing some interviews. I did an interview with David Jacobs. Uh, He wrote a book called They Walk Among Us. Um, Interviewed uh, Jacques Vallée. You know, he worked with uh, way back, the Project Blue Book and everything. And I asked them both at the end of those interviews, what do you think is really going on? Like, they both, they they don't know, but uh, with thousands of interviews and thousands of hypnotic progressions, and they have a pretty good idea when the same stories keep coming up and up and up and up. And I ask them both the same question. If you were hard-pressed to say, what is going on right now? They both said the same thing. Probably... This is an interdimensional um, invasion of entities from another dimension coming in and distorting our reality. And once again, this, this might be a computer simulation. We don't know. these. And, and when I say computer simulation, we're thinking about it as our computers and a simulation. 
it would be so many light years beyond that, but that's the closest that maybe we can relate it to. A holographic projection of consciousness, maybe. Uh, and these entities know their way around the matrix, the grid, and they can come in and out. Um, Dr. Jacobs, he, he told me, he says, you know, when I first started getting into this, it was exciting. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, but now it scares the hell out of me. Um, I, I don't I don't really like it anymore uh, but I have grandkids and I, I need to do my part and this is uh, talking about his book here a little bit crazy as this all sounds there's far more credibility to this in some circles than people want to believe there is a very very important book that every single person should read called they walk among us because the fact of the matter is, whether it's the lead singer for Smashing Pumpkins, or people that have had experiences in the night. And the um, subtitle to that is The Alien Plan to Control Humanity. And seriously, folks, I know how crazy this sounds. I, I can see the expression on people's faces when I start talking to them about this. But far more intelligent, spiritually enlightened people than us have spent their life trying to warn us about this and we're simply not listening and by themselves they do walk among us so what are we to make of this is this just another in a long line of scary stories told around campfires of life to keep us amused or even distracted or is there something or someone there in the shadows of power someone from another world another place another being ruling and guiding men under the snake-like hypnotism of their wicked agenda. We often look at things that take place in the world, events that occur, heinous crimes that are committed, and we say, how could they be so cold-blooded? Well, and that's the point. We, we need to answer that. How could they be so cold-blooded? Uh, and why is it happening more and more and more and more? It's getting to the point now where it's an epidemic of insanity out there. Now, there's a lot to consider here, too. I probably should wait till the end of this because it's always nice to leave it on a little bit of a positive note. But there's, a, there's another way to look at this, that this is a natural progression and that we are entering into the age of enlightenment, the Great Awakening, planetary consciousness, because there's a, remember years ago, I watched The Global Brain. Uh, the, if you get a chance, I'm sure it's on YouTube. But it's about how consciousness, from the very, very beginning, call it the Big Bang, call it the beginning, call it whatever you want, but in the beginning, there seems to be a homogenous mass of energy that was so hot but as it started cooling down, it naturally coalesced into subatomic particles. And those subatomic particles coalesced into atoms. And those atoms coalesced into molecules. And the molecules to organs. And the organs to organisms. And organisms building on top of organisms. And the whole point of it, it seems like consciousness is trying its best to become more and more conscious through collective and more complex 
organisms. Now here we are today, we're, we're at a point to where we have some pretty conscious beings on this planet, humans being one of them, probably dolphins, probably whales. I, and I can see, and I've heard researchers talk about this, some of the lower primates seem to be becoming more and more conscious and cognitively uh, available to perform complex uh, puzzles. Okay, now if, if that is still true, that consciousness is building upon layers, you know, subatomic particles and atoms and atoms built up to molecules and molecules to uh, organisms and organisms to us. Okay, here we are today. Could it be that we are planetary organisms getting ready to ignite a global planetary consciousness on this planet? And what's holding us back is something that doesn't want us to be there or, and this isn't a big or, maybe this is part of the plan to wake up the, the, the sleeping masses of people. Most people, if they're just couch potatoes watching Netflix and everything is fine and Mabel, bring me a beer. Hey, let's go bowling on Wednesday and everything is just hunky-dory. They'll never wake up until there's no beer, until they have no gas to go bowling, until Mabel gets in their face and gets really angry about the world. That might be what gets these people up off the couch. This whole Wetiko thing might be the catalyst to bring us into a full state of awakening. Now, if we do wake up to a planetary consciousness, that means that that is the next step to waking up to solar consciousness. And as we wake up to solar consciousness, we wake up to the other suns in our galaxy, which allows us to wake up to a galactic consciousness, one consciousness, one mind, and eventually connecting with other galaxies that have done this from the bottom up the way we're doing. And then we get back to universal consciousness, universe, one song. Maybe that everything is happening right now might be part of the plan that just hasn't worked out until now, because now we have a chance to wake a lot of people up really quickly. You're doing it right now by watching this podcast and many, many other ones out there. We have to wake up. We have to wake up. Even if we die trying, we have to wake up and we have to promote this awakening. Not the great reset where we won't own anything and we're going to be happy and we're going to be transhuman people being slowly morphed into this silicon kind of reality. Uh, listen to, look him up sometime. Look up Yuval Noah Harari and listen to some of the things he's talking about. He said, God was born when, when we came about and God will die when we realize that we're gods. Well, in a sense, maybe that's true. Ye too are gods, even as I am. I'm, be not amazed at the things that I do, because you will do these things and even greater things. There's probably some truth to that. But if we lose our organic, carbon-based 
reality in the process, could that be this other direction that the universe tries to take civilization after civilization into a silicon-based robotic kind of AI reality where, yeah, you can live forever, uh, but you're in this trap and you, and you can't get out of the universe because the ultimate goal of being in this universe, maybe, is to be able to escape it and become connected with other universes that have done the same thing and in the same way. And now we're even to a higher level where we're in a, a froth of infinite numbers of universes that's making another organism that we can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. But who would want to be trapped? Even if you're trapped in the universe and it would take you 20 trillion years to experience every experience that's ever, ever happened. Would you want to be here at the end of that and realize that, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that 20,000 times and realize at that point that you have trapped yourself in, in a prison universe and these other beings have been escaping this whole time by evolving spiritually and consciously and going into that other realm, I think that that is probably me. I, I don't want to be entrapped here, even if it's for trillions of years. I, I got off a little bit of a tangent there, uh, but it, it it is something to really consider. If everything is happening now for a reason, what is the reason? We, we really need to ask these questions. And... I know it's getting towards the end of the show, and um, I can see why Joe Rogan does a three-hour show when he interviews people. It, it takes two or three hours to really drill down in some of the stuff, but I think it's to the point where we need to come to grips with some really difficult choices we need to make. Let me see if I have time to play a couple more videos uh, and sound bites for you. Because this is important to see that this is happening all over the place. You know, I don't know if you've been watching the January 6th circus. Uh, it's on all the news networks except Fox. Um, even Fox is, I, I, you never know. But I, I do tend to trust Tucker Carlson more than most. And he brings up something real quick here. Let's just listen to this. The only way to stop these killings is to figure out why American society is producing so many violent young men. There is a reason they are acting this way. What is that reason? And it's not just mass shooters, by the way, the ones you see on television. It's gangbangers and carjackers and armed robbers and indiscriminate haters who push strangers in front of subway trains. We have a lot of people like that in this country all of a sudden, more than you like to think about. And that's the question. Why, why are so many people going off the rails? And I, once again, I think it gets down to interdimensional entities coming in and uh, doing their best. I'm going to try to get through some of these things. because I want you to see how many people are talking about this directly and indirectly. Now, here's something that they don't bring up with all these shootings. There is another common denominator, by the way. 
It's called pharmaceutical drugs. This is Tucker Carlson touching on it. And pharmaceutical drugs, I think, is an important element in lowering the frequency to let in these interdimensional beings, entities. And when you hear the, the CEOs and the people at the top of these pharmaceutical companies talk, you know that there's something drastically wrong. This is Tucker Carlson. See what he has to say about that. But we don't need them now. Never mind your election. There's something really wrong. And we can figure it out if we try. There are probably a lot of causes. The use of antidepressants in this country is increasing dramatically. Between 1991 and 2018, total SSRI consumption increased in the U.S. by more than 3,000%. Now, this is what I'm talking about. There, there are so many aspects, so many perspectives, so many ways to look at this. And when you, you just sort of add the, the Watiko kind of interdimensional aspect of it, there's so many aha moments where you go, ah, okay, now that makes sense. Now that makes sense. I, I need to sort of rush through some of this so we can get to a few things before I have to sign off. Okay, now... I'm trying not to get too religious on you because I'm not really what you would call a religious person as far as organized religion goes, but <clears throat> it, it has to enter into this. There, there's just no way around it. Like in the Bible, it, it says in, in these days, which I, I'm sort of thinking we're in these days of the last days, it says the, the battle will not be with flesh and blood. It will be with principalities, which is another term for interdimensional entities. Um, listen to this guy. The battle is between darkness and light, which raises the question, how then do we win the battle? How do we win the war that is raging in our society? If the teams are darkness, in other words, anti-Christ, and the Christ ones on the other team, how do you win the battle? Is it by redrawing district lines? Is it a get-out-the-vote campaign, which I'm perfectly fine with? Are those things going to cure America's ills? And I believe the answer is not even close. It's not even close. We, we need our, our best. Whether we like it or not, we're going to have to get to the point where we love each other. We have compassion and caring and empathy for each other because that is the frequency. The frequency of love does not allow these entities to enter into us. And that is our spiritual shield. And then we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. We can walk freely and we will be protected maybe it's Jesus, maybe it's Buddha, maybe it's any of the other gods that we've come up with. I don't know, but I do know science and frequencies. And frequencies, if you're not in tune with that, you can't hear it, you can't see it, you can't feel it, you have nothing to do with it. That's the reason we can tune into different channels on our radio and our TV. They're different frequencies. We need to raise our frequency and love our enemy as hard as that might be sometimes because, trust me, that can be really difficult.
Uh, it's difficult for me to love somebody downtown when they cut me off and give me the finger. And But I, I have to remember, what are they going to? Does this guy have a wife that's nagging him all the time about getting a job that isn't there? Does he have four kids that need to be fed and put shoes on? You just don't know. I You have to have compassion. The moment you have compassion, love will just seep right in. Now you're protected and you can be out and you can be a spiritual warrior. That's the reason I'm going to go ahead and, and ask you to promote my channel. Get me out there, like it, subscribe, share. Uh, let's try to get my Rumble channel up and my BBS channel up. That's bbs.com forward slash spiritual activist and Rumble Rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. Um, we, we have to do this, folks. Uh, if it puts me out there in harm's way, I'm to the point, you know what? So be it. Uh, <laughs> it might be time for me to move on anyway. I, I don't want to be here living for a trillion years in an AI simulated reality. Uh, it might be what's happening now for all I know, but at this point in time, I have an organic carbon-based being, and I, I think I want to explore this and take it to its final last breath and, and step out of this and go to a different dimension and continue this journey out through the heavens and beyond, uh, beyond the sky as that little girl says in Taken. We need to take this to a different level altogether. Okay, now, before we run out of time, and um, man, this time goes fast, I, I really want to at least touch on this guy, um, Yuval Noah Harari, because he is one of the main spokespeople for the World Economic Forum. And he's got the ear of everybody on that level. Listen to what he's talking about. And you tell me that this this has to be alien, what's going on right now. It has to be. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. We want to stop this epidemic we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. The reason I'm uh, giving you a little taste of this is because it segues into what I'm going to be covering in future podcasts. I've discovered something. I've discovered something really important about uh, changing your status. I don't want to go into it too much right now, but... Put it this way, when I first started looking into this, there was 45,000 people that were changing their status 
as citizens in the United States. There's four or five different statuses you can claim. Uh, two of them are on, on your passport. You can either be a citizen or a national, a state national. Um, when I first started looking into this, there was 45,000 people. 40,000 of them were lawyers. They know, they know how to protect themselves from governmental overreach. Now there's over two and a half million people. Um, so if Wetiko is playing a big part of this, uh, so be it. Let, let's protect ourselves spiritually, consciously, and do the best we can as individuals and our sphere of influence. My sphere of influence is pretty good up here in Northern California with the magazine. We have about maybe 10,000 people that read my articles and uh, that has a little bit of an effect. Um, 9,000 people on our community email list. Those sound like big numbers. They aren't compared to some people, but the people that listen to what I'm talking about and writing about mostly, I, I'm getting more in, like I say, I'm getting more into the podcast. Um, they're powerful people. I, I can't think of a better way to put it. They're really powerful people. And if I can affect any number, a small percentage of 10,000 people, 100 people, and those 100 people can go out and affect a bunch of other people. This is how we do it, from small groups of people and working from grassroots on up. So please, help me out here getting my Rumble channel going and getting my BBS channel going because I'm going to get really serious about this and I'm going to have it another series of podcasts covering how to protect yourself legally because you're going to walk with me as I'm going through this process finding out where the bullshit is and where the reality is is really difficult but I'm talking with lawyers and people that have been into this for a long long time and this gets into Gasara and Nasara Everything is about to change, folks, and I'm really going to do my best to look into it for my own self, and I'll share it with you, but uh, let's, let's build up this, this whole thing. If you can just share, like, follow, whatever you want to do, and if you want to get in touch with me, it's Rahasia, R-A-H-A-S-Y-A, at USA.com. You can visit my website at www.lotusguide.com. And if you go to lotusguide.com forward slash donations, uh, there's a place there where you can make a donation. And if you have a sizable donation that you want to be tax-free, I have a nonprofit uh, EIN number that I can share with you. Just get in touch with me directly. Uh, otherwise, there's a PayPal link at uh, lotusguide.com forward slash donations. And as you see, I I have it. Uh, it's a little bit difficult for me to do this, to ask for donations and stuff. I, I wish I was just super wealthy and I, I didn't have to do this. But this is the reality of life. Um, if you can help out, that really helps. But uh, don't give me money you really need, though. You know, keep that money for your family and food right now, gas, 
to get to the store to buy the food. Um, I think that's about it for now. There's so much more I had to share, but I'm just running out of time. Look up Wetiko, uh, Paul Levy. He wrote a book called Wetiko. Look it up. And as you get into this, it will open your mind up to another reality that's happening completely under the veil. But like the word apocalypse says, the definition is a lifting or a thinning of the veil so we can see these other dimensional things happening. And um, I'm just happy I can be part of that, to be honest with you. Sit here and share this with you. And um, let's make the, the world a better place to live for us and for our kids and grandkids and great-great-grandkids and so on and so forth. This is a window of opportunity. Let's do this. All right. Thank you very much for spending valuable time with me. I hope I make it worth your while. You take care.